This is the story of the AGF Paradise as they sanguinely explore the stars in search of the destiny thrust upon them by those who sought to obtain calamity itself. This is Children. 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 All the signs. And welcome back to the sector, everybody. I am your GM, Jonathan, and I have with me Kylie, who is about to drink on a tin can right in front of the mic. I was, yes, yes, I was. I'm what a one of only two that are still left alive. So I'm Astrid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And we have Luis Mohan. One, I'm going to expand the chaos. Two, expanding the chaos. Why you? And Laura. Playing Kamala Magar, who finally gets a nap. <laughs> Yay! There you go. <laughs> okay. Last time on Children of the Spine, the crew visits Kay's home planet of Pilokoshi, where they are looking to pawn the ancient mech they stole off of Tudega. Once in the spaceport, they learn that the planet is friendly to pirates, and that there is a big festival that they are invited to participate in when it starts in the next semi-phase. Mohan scans for other pirates and notices the Ingenuity Cluster Cruiser Smirgiskrik, the ship of the Scavenger, in the port. Assured that the friendly pirate's uh, stick wasn't a trick, they explore the town and do some performances where they steal a lot of people's money. No, correction, Kamala steals a lot of people's money. You were all complicit. (laughs) We were the distraction. (laughs) And then they use that money to buy a hotel for partying later as they are growing fond of doing so. But before they can plan on stealing anything else, they have to unload this rusty mech. They head to another bubble for the wealthy, containing a very fancy museum. On the tram between the bubbles, they notice the makeup of the species in this part of the sector, some of the class hierarchy of the planet, and debate the dangers of opening the bubbles when there are tides of lethal planetary gases that envelop the bubbles in the worst of times. As they ask about these bubbles possibly breaking, and if there are any incidents, Kay alerts them that he's not aware of any time that there's been an incident. Just then, a breaking news comes in over the holograms in the tram. The High Chancellor's compound on Tudega has sustained damage, and an unclear video shows a mech leaving the scene of the crime that the crew recognizes as Pythia. They bring up that they should get the heck off of planet before that thing finds them, and Kay mentions that this shouldn't be a problem. Spike drive mechanized warriors only existed for a short period of time, as the pirate crew, the SPS Resonance, contained the only engineer capable of making these mechs, and that crew has been dead for a long time. Once at the museum, they find a curator and are able to offload the mech with some strong haggling for almost 3 million gorp, which is enough to pull the paradise into a shipyard and have it upgraded from a fighter class to a frigate class ship and get a few new upgrades. With those upgrades came a larger minimum crew count, so Mohan used his henchkeeper to find three people on Pilokoshi to join the crew, a group of three siblings named Hentry, Hentrietta, and Henshethin, who have engineering backgrounds and can help Kay prep the ship for takeoff and maintenance. Fuck. I love it so much. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
Once reacquainted with the renovated paradise, the crew sets sail on the plumes of Pilokoshi to take part in the annual worm hunting festival. Being new to the competition, they call up Scavenger and ask if they could stay in the same area, but at a distance from his competing ship, in case things go sideways and they need some backup. Once on the sea... Kay teaches Mohan an old pirating song that his mothers used to sing to him when he was a kid. Given that the worms tried to feed on sentience, they use the song to bring out the worms from the nest so that they can hunt them. After a good day and a good haul, the crew takes their levitating lift and drags the worms off to a concealed location in a nice little island that they found so that they can make camp and rest for the night. Since they never did get to finish the end of Kay's song, they sing it one more time now that they aren't on the open plume and won't attract any more worms. We fucked up. We should have said fuck you in your song and not done that. And that's when the crew formally meets Pythia for the first time. As they crash down onto the rocky sands of the beach, the hulking light mech roars to life as the crew makes a break for the ship. Mohan devises a plan to get everyone onto the levitating lift so that they don't have to worry about being slowed by the terrain. Kamala calls Scavenger to come save them and begins broadcasting Pythia to the rest of the AGF, and Astrid hurls boulders at Pythia to slow it down. Though the boulders were effective, Pythia screams in anger and agony as it lets off some psychic blasts, knocking everybody but Kay and Astrid unconscious. The Scavenger arrives and fires at Pythia, giving Astrid and Kay just enough time to get back on the ship and take off. But the mental damage sustained by Kamala, Mohan, Hulla, and Rasmus was too much as they slip into a coma. And in the post-credits, we see those four awake in the land of the Great Willow as its roots are being lifted by a great scaly egg and the boughs being torn from above by the flesh mass that's been haunting the crew. And that's where we are now. So we are with Kamala and Mohan and Hulla and Rasmus. And what you see is the Great Willow is in the far distance and in turmoil. Behind you are thick, tall trees forming a wall that you can see that surrounds the entire vast open space that you are in. The ground is covered in a flourishing moss that gives the ground a light and bouncy feeling as you step around. To your sides are large brush covered in berries and flowers, and in front of you lies a winding path with many turns and forks. Kamala, what would lead a Suday to being trapped in the Great Forest and never making it to the Great Willow. Well, a Sude, when they die, they join the Great Forest um, and they become like a tree and Mm -hmm. join to her. But basically, an alive Sude shouldn't be there. Is there ever an instance where if they make it to the Great Forest but like aren't accepted into it? Like if as someone who's actually died. Right. So (laughs) Kamala did die. Um, But the Great Willow basically said it's not your time yet and pushed her back. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't being not accepted. That was more like later you'll come back. I think a Sude would have to do something really terrible to the forest itself to not be allowed inside. Okay. That's good to know. So you, uh, I I guess all of these trees that you see kind of surrounding you in like some of the more like the, the really thick wall that's behind everything is definitely some of like the most elder of the Sude that have become one with the forest. And there's more sparse uh, saplings and everything in the area. There's some larger trees kind of scattered without it. But you can it is sparse enough in this area that you can mostly see that this area is kind of like a um, kind of like a bowl. And in the bottom of the bowl is a hill that the great tree is sitting on. And that's where the flesh mass and the egg are fighting over the tree. We're not in Pilokoshi anymore. <laughs> so are we in like your spirit world, essentially? Yes. That's what, that's what it is. This is our afterlife. Okay. 
But you're not supposed to be as a, oh, I'm not here. Never mind. <laughs> you can ask the questions still. But like, I was, I was going to say, but you're not, you're supposed to be a tree. You're not supposed to be like yourself in this world. Yes. Okay. Kylie, do you want to like be Hullah Shield for these encounters? We have. We, sure. Yeah. You can be Hullah Shield or Rasmus. Yeah. Not be Hullah Shield. You will have to talk like this. Uh oh. <laughs> I'll try. That was so cute. That was good, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are, we should be panicking right now. This is very, very bad. Yeah. 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 Last time uh, you guys had your eyes open, you were being uh, psychically attacked by a very large, scary, rotting mech. And then your eyes closed and they opened again. And you are here in what everyone would assume is the dead place. Yeah. And Kamala has confirmed is her version of the dead place. <laughs> Somehow, I thought it would be different. It is different from before. I wouldn't know at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm freaking out. Is that mash pythia? Yes. Yes. Um, Can we talk to the trees? Can they help us? Um, Kamala puts a hand on one of the nearby really elder trees and closes her eyes. Um, But she, like, shakes her head. Their thoughts are... Slow. Because they're dumb or... Because <laughs> they're... <laughs> Trees move, think very slowly the older they are. Mm. What? Are... <laughs> so nothing can help us and the tree's gonna get destroyed. I guess we should... I don't want to go to it. We have to help her. This seems like a really bad idea, guys. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hell. I don't... What's happening? I don't know. I, don't I hate know. that voice so much. It's what it's gonna be now. No. <laughs> Halashiel, we can't let her die. No, we must help. And I take out my gun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No, I take what? out my rifle. We got that stuff on us still? Uh, I kind of thought that we were going to just... I thought that Dead Places wouldn't have any of that, but I guess I still got my stuff. Yeah, we have all our clothes on, yeah. This is fucking weird. And I have this Dragon Slayer gun. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. And I can fly? Ooh. Um, can we fly? Can we do we whatever? Can all we can use psychic powers. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna try to fly a little bit. I mean, it's the spirit world. You're jump, jump into the air, yeah. and see what happens. Am I, am I flying? Perform. <laughs> Give some sort of roll. You pick. Duty you dead. pick what you're doing. Performing to fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mohan. You just just immediately eat shit. Like this whole place is like a little bit domed in, so like you uh, you have a good distance that you could yeah. try and like launch yourself. And uh, roll a 1d4 and see if you take any it's co- moss. any damage. I wouldn't take any damage. Moss on the ground. One. <laughs> so you would have taken one damage, but you feel that you take none. Oh. Ah. Mm. Okay, so. So we're dead. <laughs> one, we can't, we don't have powers and we can't fly. But two, we may not take damage. <laughs> I might have gotten hurt there, but I didn't. So we might not die. If we go there, we might super die. This Perhaps. is the worst kind of isekai. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Perhaps this is what it is like when you're in a coma. <laughs> you see the land of the dead, but you are not among them. Oh, shit. Where, <laughs> where's Astrid and Kay? They are not here. Oh, no. We are dead. <laughs> they, oh, no. I, well, they might just be somewhere else. Let's just... Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're at the tree. They got isekai'd to a psychic <laughs> death land. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> well, we need to help the tree, so I am going to go fight whatever that is. And she pulls out 
a rifle, cocks it, starts walking. All right. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll pull out my monoblade sword and uh, I'm following along. Okay. They, well, I'll follow you, Kabbalah. Um, well, not me. <laughs> can I have a player sheet <laughs> and or some sort of stats? You have one feet, Cook. Halashiel <laughs> <laughs> has at a base level, so he'll probably have more later. Um, but he has a, a little bit of heal, a little bit of sneak, and a little bit of... He has a lot of work. Okay. Because work is like how he does his cooking. Okay. How much AP, HP? Not going to matter. You guys don't take damage here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Any weapons? I did not plan any. A cooking ladle. Yeah. He just oh, carries a I ladle. Mean, maybe he has a kitchen knife. He could have a knife. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he'd have a pistol at least. Yeah, most pirates would yeah, probably that's have true. a pistol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll go with pistol and like a cooking knife. Sure, <laughs> Kamala. I know Big Tree, but what's the deal with the egg? Is that a thing? Is that new? What should What should I be swinging my sword at? Obviously, Pythia. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Pythia is the most obvious. Right, but I mean, like, should we avoid the egg? I don't know. I I don't know much about my race, to be honest. Would... I grew up with you guys, but oh, right. I would yeah. not attack the egg. I would just hurt Pythia first. Would Halashiel know more? Because Kamala... He was a little older. I was going to say, Kamala was very young when we all got blipped or whatever. Uh-huh. So would Halashiel know? Do you want me to like roll for it or something? Or Is there egg lore? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to roll for it. Halashiel is old enough that he would know this. He's never heard of talk of these other beings. Okay, so most likely the the egg thing at the bottom is also some sort of, like, parasite or something. Right. Cool, 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 cool. And, I tell you that. <laughs> and just for reference sake, I'm, I'm imagining a gigantic humongo tree, mm-hmm. and also, because it's getting uprooted by an egg, this egg is fucking, like, the size of our ship. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. All right. Just I'm making picture- sure I was imagining it. I'm right. literally yeah. picturing the tree of life from Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, yeah. The Great Willow is like giant and has red leaves all over, and then the forest is like green and kind of misty and more like ooh spooky, ooh spooky, spooky. kind of like um, Sovngarde in mm. Skyrim when you yep. go and it's like all misty. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go not attack the egg. Let's go <laughs> okay. kill Pythia. All right. So you guys see in front of you, there's this really long, uh, I mentioned before, long, windy forks of many paths. It looks like the way that this is forcing you to go is it's almost like forcing you to spiral down this bowl. Like you have to make a journey throughout this uh, large area. There's no real good way to like cut straight through. There's big hedges, bushes, trees, all the other dead sude that are kind of forcing you to take this like spiral around. But there's a lot of different uh, pathways that you can take as you go along this spiral. Yeah, I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. The spiral, Miyazaki. So, uh, Kabbalah, where, where, do you know where we should be going? Or Bohan, do you want to take leave? What's going on? Yeah, no, I got no pilot. I got no say in the uh, the tree of the the forest of the dead here. You are our captain, but I don't know the way. But I feel the way. If that makes sense. Yeah. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> do Do you know Dewey? <laughs> Fuck. Do you yeah, know the man? <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, I mean, Kamala's just like almost at a jog, like just going. Oh, we're moving fast. Oh, yeah. gotta go fast. Oh, yeah, she's oh, being attacked hell. right now. <laughs> Are we being attacked right now? <laughs> oh, no, God. The, the Great Willow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're moving speedy. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're rolling around at the speed of sound. Uh, Kamala is, I don't know. I mean, we're 
presumably not just going to let you go by yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're all we're all <laughs> zooming, trotting through this forest. Yeah. Uh, are there any signs? <laughs> no, no signs. In oh, the okay, land of the no. dead, yes, signage. Well, there's there's no, there's nothing like unnatural here. Everything is very natural in this yeah. area. I would say that everything is highly unnatural, but <laughs> everything is supposed to be very natural here. Okay, 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 okay. So there's nothing that's like oh a pitfall, <laughs> and now we're dead. As you guys are running, you notice that your vision starts getting more and more like hazy as you're as you're running through. Like this fog gets denser and denser as as you spiral down the the inside of this bowl, and you also notice uh, Kamala. Since you're definitely kind of running, you're you're the most motivated, so you're you're having this happen to you first, um, and you start noticing that the rest of the world starts kind of. Uh, glitching out of existence and it feels like your your feet are you know in cinder blocks and or like you're running through like mud like the soft moss is like turning into something that's kind of like enveloping your feet with every step do you do anything i don't think i can because i can't mm, i mean i might go a little slower like slow down a little bit and focus more on not putting as much weight on each foot but I'm not going to stop moving. And as you do that, uh, I'm assuming everyone else kind of follows pace with Kamala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. So as as uh, she starts to slow down, you all start to slow down and it feels like the same amount of muddiness to your running, but it's not increasing as fast as it was before. But eventually you make it to a point where it's like becoming painful to even lift up your uh, legs and it, you feel like you've maybe done almost it's been a while and you feel like you've maybe done almost one circle around this spiral mm-hmm. and eventually you just can't move anymore and you're stuck. So we're zooming out to Astrid and K. So K piloted the Paradise up into orbit around Pilokoshi and landed the ship in the landed in the ship bay of the Smirgaskrik, the Cluster Captain Scavenger's fleet cruiser, where they promptly rushed the crew to the Smirgaskrik's TL-4 med bay. She is with Kay, Dr. Tridix, a Weirsin, and their two nurses, Lazeli, a Tarogian, and Ashad, a Mahalian. Kay and yourself are for the most part good physically, even though the med crew has been insisting that you both take some rest as well. Yeah. What have you been doing during this time, Astrid? Panicking. <laughs> I think Astra's probably been like trying to reach out through that telepathic contact to them to just try and get some sort of like, I don't know, like heartbeat essentially, but just like mentally um, just to like try and be like, they're going to be okay and like reassure herself. Yeah. So it's been a day. Not not even. It's it's probably only been a few hours to get up into orbit and get everybody situated into the med bay and everyone settled and um the doctor has like been checking you and Kay out and you've been uh making your rounds trying to do telepathic contact with everybody but for the most part they seem non-responsive everyone is alive like they're all hooked up to vital scanners and for stars without number the mechanics are that it takes um It'll take, I, I forget exactly what the rules are, but I did them out already, and it, it'll take about a week or a semi-phase, which is five days, for you guys to come out of a mortal wound. And then you gain your HP back in max hit points until you reach your full hit points before you can leave the med bay. So you'll be conscious after a week, and then you'll be healing 
so Hullashiel and Rasmus will be fully healed back to their max HP on day three after you guys wake back up. Mohan will be uh, finished on day four and uh, Kamala will be finished resting on day five uh, just because of the way your HPs line up. Yeah. Okay. You have a bunch of there's a bunch of um, scanners telling you that you're all physically healthy. Um, You just don't they're just trying to. maintain you while you're waiting for your bodies to wake back up or your minds to wake back up and uh yeah astra that's just what you're feeling as you're going around okay do you want to like talk to Kay or the doctors or anybody in the med bay i think i'll talk to the doctor okay is there any way to uh make this go faster there's not any way to make this go faster it just kind of has to be what it is hmm they maintained or sustained what I would definitely call should have been lethal wounds, but their bodies are still here. We're just kind of hoping that their minds are. Hmm. That's not reassuring. I'm just I'm just worried the thing that attacked us is going to come back. <laughs> the scavenger informed us that this thing took off of the planet again afterwards, and it was kind of not looking great. It was had some like sparks coming off of it and... It looked like it was also worse for wear. He took a few more pot shots at it as it tried to escape, but it is probably not coming back. It would take a while for a mech like that to be repaired. Okay. All right. Well, then I feel a little better about it. That's good. Now, can you get back in your bed? (laughs) I guess. I climb back into bed and like make a nest in my blankets. As you climb back into bed and you get into this little nest of yours... Uh, you immediately start feeling anxiety and panic. Uh-oh. Is it my anxiety and panic, or is it theirs? Why don't you roll, roll to, to find, find out? out. <laughs> what um, are you using to figure it out? Would, well, would it be like my telepathy because it's still part of that tel- it could be. You telepathic could, bond yeah, that what, we have? Whatever you want it to be, okay. just let me know. Because okay. like you have heal. You have Biosion, you have telepathy, you have, like, you can use Connect, even, mm-hmm. like, these are all viable things to try and, like, think about yourself. I think I'm going to go with the telepathy, mostly because it's a two. <laughs> there you go. Best chance of success. <laughs> 10, 11. Awesome. Complete success. Woo-hoo! Um, And you feel that the panic is coming from Kamala. Mm, okay. Uh, Are you going to do anything about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get back out of bed, much to the nurse's chagrin, I'm sure. And I'm. Can gonna... you please just just rest? I I know you're fine. No, but can you rest? She's she's panicking. I need to help. So who? What? I just ignore. I ignore the nurse fully. I c- go over and I climb onto the bed with Kamala. I should have like... never become a doctor for pirates. My. God. <laughs> <laughs> and I I curl my tail over her, like kind of like like a little like blanket, kind of like a little little tail hug. Mm-hmm. I just I I fo- try and focus on that connection and try and just like send soothing vibes. Roll plus your biosion and your telepathy. Okay. Ten. Now write down that number. Oh, oh no. Okay. Do we have to beat it now? Oh, no. And now we're back. Oh, no. <laughs> and you guys see that the the glitchy world that you're in as you're, like, not able to move and you're, like, starting to have trouble moving, like, even your, like, joints and everything. You're kind of frozen in time a little bit. And then you feel, like, this – or Kamala, you kind of feel this, like, wave of comfort briefly. And then everything fades to black. <laughs> 
And Mohan, what's your spiritual world look like? Oh. <laughs> so it's new and it is right now it's going to be a giant. It's every every when you die, you get uh, like a picture, like a flat disc, right? Like with like a bunch of like asteroid nonsense on the bottom of it, you know, and you float through space and you just learn everything. You just become like a, I would say like almost like a ghost, but not really. Uh, and you just fly through the expanse of the universe. So you guys are in space. Ooh. And it is not a star sector area that any of you can like recognize. Mm-hmm. In the far distance, you see... Actually, not far distance, like middle distance. In the middle distance, you just kind of see all of these lights that are all swirling around. And in yeah. the center of all of these lights that you're seeing swirling is like where the, all of these lights are meeting up. You can see that once they all meet to the center, they have these plumes that kind of come off the top and bottom of this where all the lights just kind of erupt out of the center again. And they kind of wrap around and go back to the outskirts and then just keep doing this kind of like spherical dance yeah. that's happening. Oh, what? Oh, God. Oh, 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 oh. it's okay. You can breathe. You can breathe. Don't worry. Oh, oh, my God. We just got ejected into space. What the? Wow. Yeah. Where are we? Kamala, what's going on? What? This isn't. I don't. Uh. This is not the forest anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Space. Yeah. We're just uh, so. I recognize this. Oh, no. Uh, we are in The Expanse. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> the TV show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it a TV show called The Expanse? Yeah. 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 Yes, I have no idea. Never seen it. Then maybe we'll have to change it. No, that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. I don't care. So, normally what would happen is you would choose uh, a discipline and you would uh, end up anywhere. So, you can expand chaos, expand tranquility. Uh, expand whatever thing that you want. And it feels like this is just neutral. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. So we're just kind of like floating. There's no gravity or anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're on like, uh, we're like standing on a thing. Standing on a thing. Yeah. But you can just move it around, whatever. You can do whatever you want. Because, so what would happen is you would expand whatever you're doing throughout your life. Uh, because the universe is always expanding so there's always more to learn more to do and more to see this so is sick by the way you then die but you don't really die because you know you become part of the universe and you just expand with it that's actually really cool as you're explaining all of this to to them um you feel disconnected from it all like you can't progress the way you expected to yeah yeah story of my life yeah <laughs> i know what i want to do are we all? Are we all like in a circle? I would assume. I'm assuming. We're are we all, all on one rock? Or are we all? We all got our own. Probably all on one. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you would decide. Honestly. Yeah. All right, everybody. One, the forest. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys felt it, but I was like starting to really freak out there at the end. So I want us all to rally, and we're gonna get through it because I'm feeling weird right now. But I love you guys, and we're gonna save the universe. Aye That's aye. this episode. In this one, in, in this episode. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, I'm going to roll my lead. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, it was a great speech, Mohan. Who are you? 
Oh, Why have you made our fucking like armsman a fucking nerd? He's a dweeb. He reads. Remember, he reads like uh, super oh, smutty yeah. manga and all I that shit. All about that. So basically, he's you. Damn it, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got a nine? Yeah. What were you trying to do with your lead? I just. Like, rally so, around. yeah, rally and, you know, because you were saying, like, we're feeling disconnected or whatever, I'm wondering if, like, her healing thing was helping, I hope. So maybe if we're not panicking, it'll, like, help us out in the spirit world. So everybody does feel rallied by your your speech and everything. And, like, okay, at least someone knows what's going on. We don't have to be panicking, all that stuff. They have an idea of what this afterlife is kind of about. And you are leading them to just be more unified again. That's all working. And everybody, you see on everybody's faces that they kind of ease up a little bit, probably not a ton, but this like sense of disconnect has not left you. Mm -hmm. My guess is that this is something about you and your belief system. So like, I'm guessing that that disconnect isn't something the rest of the group would feel. It would just be you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Mohan, what do we do? That's a really great question. (laughs) Because you just do whatever here. Then why don't we do whatever? Yeah. Let's flip this rock around and see what happens. All right, yeah. We're going (laughs) to, well, we'll shoot over into this, like, stars, whatever that is. Into the unknown. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, had to. (laughs) Those lights are pretty. Yeah. We're going to zoom the rock over. They used to drive these babies for miles. <laughs> it's a rock. Um, Why are you riding on a boulder, Louise? I've conquered my traumas. Conquered oh, your traumas. Well, I mean, you're dead, so I guess those traumas would have left you, huh? Uh, they, you're about to create some whole new trauma. My trauma killed me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So you guys zoom out. Do you go to, like, the ring? Do you go to the center? Do you go to the plumes? Like, where are you headed? Oh, always to the center. Straight to the center? Yeah. And as you're going, is there anything that you'd be able to... Because you were saying that this whole experience is about expanding what your beliefs are. Is there anything that you're doing to, like, power this thing to try and go? Or is there, like... I'm just wondering if you're doing anything related to your belief system to make this happen. Or if you're just like, we're not ready yet, obviously. So we're just going to figure out what's going on. Because it's new, I know that I shouldn't be, like, wherever we are. So, like, I don't want to manipulate anything because it's going to do something else, like, to my psyche. So, I'm like, I just have to, like, be neutral, rally, you know, like, just be, yep. like, upbeat and, like, figure it out. Okay, so that's what you guys are doing. You're kind of, you're staying with that disconnected feeling so that you can just make it through this. And as you guys are going, you get towards the the lights that are happening. And because uh, there's a bunch of different almost like orbits of these lights as they spiral into the middle of this really large light and you're just trying to head right for it. And every time you go through a bunch of these lights, you figure out or you, you like see them a little bit clearer for what they are. And they are some of the some of the people who uh, would there be anybody or is this entirely Mohan? No, uh, so to like give you a better idea, you literally become the universe. Yep. So like it's just whatever. Like you can learn whatever you can. It's everybody, everywhere, so is, all the time. Right. So your belief system is that 
everybody who is current who has lived will live all of that stuff will yeah. eventually make it to this spot so there's absolutely yeah. other dead beings in this area oh yeah yeah and you can i mean but you can go backwards and forwards in time you can do whatever because you are the universe okay so as you're going through these spiral rings of uh of light you realize that each individual point of light as you get closer to it is a person becoming their own version of the universe as they spiral mm-hmm. and they're you know ex- exploring and the what you're seeing isn't necessarily a three-dimensional map it's, it's some other dimension of like this person was here at this time it's almost like viewing time as like slices and yes yeah. their being exists everywhere and nowhere yeah, yeah, yeah. um and that's what you start realizing that all these lights that you're watching on is kind of the like cosmic dance of the universe. And as you are getting closer, there's every time you go through, it feels effortless to like pass through these these lights as you get closer. But there's these spots in the dark before when you're not actively interacting with these lights that it almost feels like this disc or like rock that you're on is like bumpy. Mm-hmm. So you're you're hitting this turbulence as you are getting closer and closer and it starts slowing you down and as as you get further into the center you start seeing that again there is this being there is you start you get close enough that you can start seeing through the blinding light that is everything congealing at the center and being plumed out and you can see the the face of the flesh mass and you can see the egg underneath it and you can see that there's tendrils connecting the two as they're fighting in the middle of this plume um, not like actively moving it's just like they're they're interacting they're diposed to each other and uh you just keep getting slower and slower every time you hit one of these bumps and you the bumps seem to be getting bigger and bigger and then the world starts disconnecting again and mm-hmm. you everything starts to go your vision starts to go hazy you start seeing glitches until eventually you once again cannot progress any further well there would be eggs in my heaven (laughs) there would not be a flesh monster (laughs) so it's it's the egg and pythia like fighting over the light essentially in here yeah how does an egg fight well uh, that's why i said it's not like active oh it just kind of exists there's this like pull between the two and we zoom out again to astrid a scavenger walks into the med bay to check on all of you how you doing, Astrid? Um, weird. I'm doing weird. And by the way, we are on another day. Okay. Yeah, a day has passed. Okay. I got, I got some, I got some weird vibes from Kamala, and she was panicking. So I, I tried. I think I might have made the doctor upset, but I tried to, I tried to calm her down, and I, I, I think it helped. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Just wanted to jump in quick to invite you all to join our Discord community. If you want to hang out with us and other fans, go to bit.ly slash failed crits. That's bit.ly slash failed crits, all lowercase. You can also find the normal discord.gg link in all of our show notes. Looking forward to seeing some of you there. And now, back to the show. Well, that's good. I believe anything that you do a little bit more than the doc here. Uh... <laughs> You know, they're kind of a kook with the medicine. We don't need all of that fancy medicine. You just take some staples and you're better. That's how you do it, right? Ah, uh, don't tell me you're one of those that believes in the medicine shit. I mean, I just use my magic powers. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I'll put some trust in some magic powers. <laughs> it works well for me. Kay, how are you holding up? Uh, I'm all right. 
Well, uh, you're gonna be a little bit less all right after I tell you this, but I think I gotta. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Yeah, I tried to convince them not to, but they're coming, so I guess be ready for that. Who's coming? Spirits. My mom's. Yay! <laughs> oh, they're gonna be so mad at me, Astrid. You're a grunt. Well, I mean, how old are you again? He's He was 18 when you found him, so he is most likely 19 now. Perfect. You're a grown-ass adult. They can't tell you what to do. It's not that. It's just, uh... The disappointment. A little bit. Yeah. And I love my moms, but, uh... One of them's a... One of my moms can be a little scary sometimes. Scary how? I don't know. It's just, uh... She's kind of powerful and stuff. I have questions, but I think I'm just going to wait to find out. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be here any 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 time, so I guess I uh, get to meet meet the folks. Do I look okay? <laughs> As you're in your, like, <laughs> hospital gown, ass cheeks out, both of you. <laughs> I am wearing underwear, sir. <laughs> Quick, help me brush my fur a little bit. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. I just, like soothing brush my tail like it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine they're gonna like me <laughs> like a weird like meeting the parents for the first time on like when you start dating someone yeah but in like a weird friend way and then a scavenger turns back to you and she's like oh uh astrid i just got a i, I guess astrid and k both of you i i did get another message that uh radko wants to come up and see if you guys are okay so he'll be on the way as well okay it's pizza it's pizza party <laughs> Did you guys ever get the pizza party? Yes, yeah, we yeah, did. You did. Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we made a giant mess and then got in trouble for it. <laughs> do, you, do you need me to text them that you 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 want some pizza? Do you have a request? Yeah, if you could bring some um, veggie pizza, that'd be great. Veggie pizza. Okay, yeah, he'll need to bring that. We don't do we don't do that here on this ship. So uh, I mean, we could. We got we got uh, you know food generators and stuff like that. Hmm. Do you want you want a specific brand? Or are you good with cafeteria stuff? Whatever. Oh, right, I'll tell Radko he doesn't need a pit stop on any planets. He can just come right here. Cool. <laughs> just bring me his pizza. Okay. Um, and Astrid, you start to feel that same sense of panic again as uh, Scavenger and Kay are just like talking in the corner. Again, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing that I did. Actually, you know what? I think I walk over to Kamala and start like petting her head and then realize that that's like as I'm thinking about it, I've, I, I, I'm assuming I'm realizing that it's not coming from her anymore. Sure. I can say you're intuitive enough for that. You figured um, it out on your own. So I'm just kind of like, okay, follow the feel. So I'm going to follow the feel. Yeah, and you can do that. And you realize that this time the the panic is coming from Mohan. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do pretty much the same thing. I'm probably not going to get in the bed with Mohan, but I'm... Rude. <laughs> Sexist. I'm going to sit on, I'm going to sit on the bed and like... Um, sit on my face. It'll help me feel better. <laughs> All right, go, go, go. And then I'm going to slit his throat. No! <laughs> Before game, you did say to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go over, I'm going to sit on the bed. I'm going to like pull the blanket up and like fluff it around him and fluff his pillow a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to do like the tail hug thing where I just like kind of drape my tail over, rub his back or something. I don't know. Don't make it weird. Everything is weird because they're making it weird. <laughs> it's weird. His existence is weird. He's just a weirdo. Looking at the ground, just looking around. He just starts nodding vigorously. I know. I was listening. I was just listening. I can't stop laughing because it's 
No thoughts. Yeah, now, now, we, now we can see your face, so it's much more difficult. I know, it's really distracting. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, I do the comfort thing. Yes, and give me a Biosion and telepathy roll. Watch, I fail this one. Wait, 10. Awesome, add that to your other one. And now we go back on, uh, this is day three of the coma adventure. And we go back in, and you guys are back in the Great Forest with the Great Willow, and you are now another spiral down when you pop back in. And what you're seeing here, as you as you pop back in, it feels familiar, you know where you are. Outside of game, technically, Hullishiel's religion. So same, sharing, yeah, 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 back to yeah. it. And what you see is that as you're getting closer, you can, the, you can see the Great Willow a little bit better now as it's closer, and you're seeing these... In some areas, it's still very far, but you're seeing these tendrils like reaching down from the flesh mass and like Ugh. grabbing onto parts of the tree. You can start to see that there are some some of the scales on this giant egg are like cutting up the roots a little bit. As it as the egg kind of like turns around, it's not chopping off roots, but its scales are making these little tiny nicks just everywhere as it moves. And the area around you where all the brush in the trees used to have flowers and fruits and all of that stuff, now there's much less of that flor- floral aesthetic and the leaves are starting to uh, almost like brown and, and stuff like that. And as you're now back, you notice that the you see the path ahead of you again. And this path is extremely bumpy. Like there's almost like these mounds of dirt in this uniform pattern that follows the path around. Um, I'm going to assume that since we're kind of back in the Great Willow area that I feel like Halashiel and uh, presumably Kamala would still want to try and get to the tree. Yeah. You got a spiral to follow. I'm going to spiral, baby. <laughs> Uh, at least at least we're back where we know we are. Provided we can keep moving forward. Yeah, as we're walking, um, Kamala has these little, she had these little flowers on her arm and they're starting to like wither and fall off. Are you okay, Kamala? <laughs> no. Oh. We have to reach her. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm stuck in mud anymore, so are, are we, we going to do the run? Got to go fast again? Got to go fast. <laughs> Let's go. Is, oh. is there uh, any any way to get there faster or we have to go the route or can we just run through the forest i don't know we could try Shield. do you think we should just go straight um why don't we try seeing if anything happens if we step off the path just don't step on any saplings that might be the bigger danger <laughs> yeah there's a lot of those around when we're not on the path <laughs> it's probably better to follow the path of chaos nope <laughs> or we may crush those newly deceased. Okay, we go. <laughs> Wait, are we? All right, so Follow we're not, not, no, yeah, we're okay, not doing the path. path. Okay, all right. Doing path. Yes, doing the path. Okay, and as you guys start running, you feel that the the ground beneath you, these mounds that are uh, following this pathway in, in a very particular pattern, um, they start getting closer. They, they, they kind of swell. It starts to get larger and it starts to get harder, almost like on moguls on like a ski lift. Like it's hard to kind of bounce between them as you're running. And it's almost like forcing you off into different paths. Mm. Uh, and you're, you're trying to stay the course. And there's just so many paths now that are starting to appear. And these ground is just so uneven that you're kind of stumbling back and forth. And eventually that's what starts slowing you down as the place starts to get hazy. 
and starts to fade and glitch and you can't see the distance anymore. And then we pop back out to Astrid and, Astrid and Kay again. Do I get to meet his moms? We're going to get arrested, by the way. Well, That's wh- going to happen. Why? We lowered a giant sh- space alien ship to us. Not intentionally. I feel like we're going to get arrested it's as soon as we're fault. awake. So Astrid and Kay are in a uh, in a lunchroom cafeteria type area on the on the ship on the Smigaskrik, and you guys are having some food and chatting. Are you chatting about anything in particular? This is uh, day three after the attack with uh, Pythia. Have Kay's moms come yet? No. Mm. So we're probably talking about the impending doom that is the descent of his parents. Kay, why don't you tell me more about your moms? They're very nice. Like, I, I don't know. I I always get a little antsy just because of who one of my moms is. Who is she? I need to know. <sighs> She's one of the spiral captains. <gasps> Which one? She's spiral captain Suzune from Ingenuity. Okay, well, I'm going to um I'm going to go like dr- get changed because I don't want to look like a slob. <laughs> she would probably appreciate that and that's why I always get a little nervous when she comes around because you know, I like fixing things and drones and I'm always a little bit of a grease ball and mm-hmm. I always get mm-hmm. reprimanded for that and this is, you know, my first time leaving the AGF and I get myself in a lot of trouble and I don't know what she's going to say. Um, well, why don't we why don't we go get like cleaned up and dressed up so that we look good for when they show up and then you won't have to be a greaseball. Can you help with that? Because I'm sure. terrible at making sure that my hair is like the way it needs to be. Like, because he has uh, he has that like jelly say, hair. Does he have hair. Oh, yeah, he has like the jelly. Yeah, hair, so yeah. he's always just kind of sticky. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know what um, to do with all of this. We'll figure something out. <laughs> what are we going to do about about anything about Pythia like what I don't know it's just so soon after what happened like how are we gonna I don't I don't want to stop being a crew with you but I don't know if maybe my moms aren't gonna really like that well that's a good question I don't I don't know like yeah I don't know because clearly clearly it's the three of us who are like pulling Pythia in would you be safer without us probably kind of hate that option well, then that's what you tell them. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And as you guys are talking about that, a news broadcast comes on over the over the hollow televisions of the just in the lunchroom. And it turns out that there was someone on the party island down on Pilokoshi that was filming just the general party and everything. And in the background, they ended up catching a sh- what they thought was a shooting star. Oh, no. And they have film of Pythia crashing down on the down on the island so other people are starting to see that this exists outside of the AGF because Kamala had broadcast everything to the AGF and now there's this like found footage that is being broadcast on news about what looks like the mech from Tudega crashing down on Pilo Koshi. Shit. <laughs> Kay, did you see this? Do you see this? Watch this. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Oh, <sighs> man. Uh, I mean, I guess it's better. Maybe we don't have to be so worried now that like the rest of the world knows, maybe we don't have to be so concerned about it. Uh, maybe. I mean, I get, yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. <laughs> same. I'm just having a seizure. It's fine. Yeah, same. Um, 
maybe we can get like a GoFundMe or something. I don't know. <laughs> a spose fund me? <laughs> well, not when you put it like that. A Ko-Fi uh, at Half Woods and Field Creeks. <laughs> maybe we can. Maybe we can get like support to. I don't know. Fight. Hunt Pithy? it down. Hunt. Uh, that seems mean. At d- 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 defense. I don't know. I wonder what the other governments are going to do. Like if if they care about this. I mean, it's on the news. Like it's it's definitely newsworthy. But I don't know what's going to happen. We need to find the other children that were with us at Undernot because some of them are on the AGF. Yes. Yeah, most of them are on the AGF. But there were two. There were two groups that had left after we did and before oh, Undernot right. like trapped them all. Wasn't your brother in one of them? Yeah. And I'm worried about him. Are you? Hey! <laughs> ma'am! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm I'm worried about us all because for all we know, Pythia could have found them already and done something horrible. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. We need to find out what happened to them so that we can, I mean, I don't know, get everyone in one place so that we have a, we can like set up a, a defense or something like that. You know, now like, I, this is, this is why I felt really bad before when we came to visit my planet first, because maybe you would have had a chance to find your brother on your planet if we went there. But no, we came to my stupid planet first. Fuck, I feel, I, hadn't I, even feel of that. I feel really guilty about this, Astrid. I hadn't even thought of that. Honestly, though, I don't know if Eskel would have gone back there. Maybe not. I mean, I, where else? We have a whole sector to look in. I know. I mean, maybe that. Maybe that's the next stop. Maybe, maybe that should be our next endeavor. Is maybe go there. Maybe, maybe Eskel's group is doing the same thing that we're doing, trying to like go to everyone's homes. So it's worth a shot. Maybe. And at least we can leave a message there that, you know, if he shows, if he does show up, we can tell him what's happening. Did Mohan or Kamala have anybody that could possibly be heading to their home worlds? I don't think either of them had like a sibling or a close relation okay. among the children. I think I'm I'm were there other sibling groups? There are other sibling groups, but I think one of them is like in there was like an enemy group that left or also Right, I think it was one of the enemies and then it was yeah. Eskel's group. And then Eskel's Eskel's group. Right. I don't know if Eskel had any other, uh, not Eskel had siblings, but I don't know. remember if there were other siblings in Eskel's group. I, yeah. I, I could look that at some point. But yeah. um, if anything, you guys know that you were very friendly with Eskel's group. Yeah. So like maybe these guys would care about other people in Eskel's group, but. We were closest with his little, his like faction, not faction, group. If anyone had connections, it would have been between with that group beyond just me and Eskel. And as you finish saying that, you feel that panic come over you again. Oh, God. What's up? I've been getting these weird little, like, panic attacks, like, through the telepathic contact with our friends. And I think I need to uh, follow the vibe. <laughs> follow the vibe it is. Let's go. I'm assuming it, it yep. leads me to Holoshiel. It leads you to Holoshiel, and you make another Biosion to, and plus telepathy roll. Ooh. There's only a five. Okay, so add that to your other ones. Oopsies. Poor Hoshio. Man, you rolled nat two ones? Yep. Wow. So we're on day four of the coma, and everyone wakes up on the beaches of Nadrak. Hey, this looks familiar. Are we here? Kamala sinks her claws into the sand. Yeah. It feels real. Yeah, it smells like a beach. Wait, does Rasmus not have an afterlife? Hoshio. This is his... 
Oh, okay. Maybe talk about that. Why are we back here? Well, I'm non-secular, so I guess this is the closest thing I got to to a religion. You're agnostic, so you just get a... (laughs) Not agnostic. I'm not sure I believe in any higher power, so... uh, So you just believe in Nadrak. I mean, it's where we spent a lot of time. Okay. All right. So you have a connection. I guess. All right. It's so weird. It's like everything is just the way we left it. Yeah, there's children's corpses all over the place. Don't look at the boulder, <laughs> Mohan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I no, thought th- you conquered that fear. That's true, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> no, none of that happened at the beaches, Mohan. Yeah, like, that yeah. happened in the canyon. <laughs> yeah. Should we go to the canyon? No. I, I Kind of. I mean, that's where the shit went down. Maybe there is something there. Rasmus, what do you think? This is your afterlife, I assume. Quote, unquote. <laughs> yeah, whatever uh, that means. So... I don't know. I mean, like, we, I see the camps here. I wonder, I don't, maybe we just go straight. That seems to be what we've been doing is just trying to go straight to whatever the middle is. So let's head straight for the middle. I think it's, uh, you know, over, over that area over there. You want to, you want to head that way? That is kind of the way of the canyon. Maybe, maybe we are supposed to go to the canyon. It's worth a shot. Anywhere that you guys want to head out while we're here, I guess. This is your deathscape. <laughs> you should lead the way. Oh, Deathscape. Wow, that feels a lot worse. I was kind of, <laughs> I, w- I was like, this is a nice break from all the existentialism, but I guess we don't get that. <laughs> Not with me around. The camps are cute because everything is small because we were kids. Oh, yeah, I don't really people. even fit in this one. This, I think this used to be my hut. Hollishill tries to sit in a chair and it gets stuck to his butt. <laughs> because it's too small. It's I just love like, it. <laughs> uh, help. Do you help, need help, help with that? Somebody help. I'll grab it. I'll grab it. Yeah. I'm going to roll exert. No, no. <laughs> That's a 10. Nice. So he pulls it back and uh, it just kind of breaks. Oh. Huh. I am free. Uh, I remember climbing the trees here. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was bad at it, though. I mean, wouldn't it be easier to climb now? Now that we're... Taller? Do we want to race up the trees? Yes. Yes, no. yes we do. Mohan always wants a race. <laughs> My one goal... <laughs> Okay, here, oh, okay. We, here we go. We're gonna race up the tree. It's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna divide this into three rounds. Make no it nice way. and fast. <laughs> and it's gonna be uh, your two d six plus uh, exert dex to climb a tree. Okay. Um, your Hula is not going to have that. He's gonna okay. be negative one on both. Okay. Oh no, dex he'll probably be a plus. So roll roll even. Okay. Seven. Nine. I got an eight. Twelve. Fuck you! Oh, Kamala. <laughs> so we got Kamala, then... I've done it before! <laughs> so we, we have Kamala, then we have Astrid, then we no. have Erasmus, then we have Holo Mohan. Shield. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Ast- Shield. Yep. Then we have Mohan. <laughs> I have literal claws to climb up trees. Same. And now we're going to roll again. I hate you. <laughs> oh, nine. Again. I got a seven this time. Six. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> and we're going to roll one more time. Oh, well, hon. Six. A nine. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I've gotten nines each time. I got a six. Two. Hey! hey! Oh. <laughs> I'm still in the last place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Hollow Shield makes it to the top of his tree first, <laughs> and then we suckers. And then we have um, 
Uh, then it then it is Kamala, then it is Rasmus, and then it is Mohan. But Rasmus and Mohan were very close to together. Everybody was climbing normal trees, and I was trying to climb like a palm tree. So I'm like, <laughs> Mul- like Mulan trying to climb this pole. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally fair. Yeah. Or we were all climbing palm trees, and the two of us just were digging our talons in and just. Yeah. Oh, it must be nice. But it's because you'll get up next time, Mohan. I will never. <laughs> you need a swimming race. Ah, but I don't get any race traits. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe just the flavor of it will help you. Yes, yes. (laughs) Let's just go look at the canyon. All right, and as you guys are walking out uh, into the woods where it's it's like there was the beaches and there were like these cliff sides and there were woods and then the woods start to clear into the canyon. Do you guys like walk along the top of the canyon, the bottom of the canyon? I mean, I would say the top. Yeah. yeah. Look down into the canyon. Less yeah. chance of getting crushed by boulders that way. Yeah. So you're walking along the top and you're looking down into the canyon and you start to see mounds that are very similar to the mounds that you were seeing in um, Hullashiel's reality and the bumpy ground that you were seeing or the bumpy space that you were seeing in Mohan's reality. And then the kind of like muddy moss in the very first reality with Kamala. And these mounds you now recognize as the as the burial locations of the other children from the war. So we're just stomping all over the graves and all of our... our... And you, as, you, as you walk further and further down the canyon and you just see more and more graves kind of leading to the edge of the canyon, you get closer to the spot where, uh, where your other friend, the other leader of the different encampments, was murdered. Mm-hmm. So where Hyacinth was taken by the by the other kids and her neck was slit. Yeah, yeah. And as you get closer and closer to that area, you end up having um, more of the... You're starting to slow down, in this case, probably from a little bit of sorrow rather than like physically being slowed down. It's starting to get hard looking at all of this again. And up in the the distance, like essentially above what the enemy kids camp was, you can see the the flesh mass grabbing down at the camp and the the egg like ripping up the the top, uh, ripping up the ground in that area. And everything starts getting really fuzzy and glitchy as you're trying to look and walk closer to the spot where Hyacinth was murdered. Mm -hmm. And then we fade out to Astrid and Kay again. An alert goes over the intercom, and it is Scavenger. All right, everyone, get your shit in the gear, and Spiral Captain is pulling up. Do your best to look presentable. You know she's not a fan of us. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we maybe give her some bad marks on, uh, on, you know, the, on the deficit scale that we got going on in this damn bureaucratic <laughs> bullshit nightmare of a pirate crew. Uh, so we got to look a little bit presentable or we're probably going to get some more demerits. Uh, so everybody just line up. Her kid is in her kid is in the med bay. <laughs> so just kind of clear a path to there. Hide anything in the alleys uh, on the way. If you can't clean it up fast enough just scoot it out into, uh, you know, into whatever airlocks near that way. Make that path look good. You got it. Good. Your cluster captain's out. <laughs> and uh, Astro just looks at Kay like. What the fuck? <laughs> I told you she's really prim and proper. She doesn't like mess, and uh, scavenger's very messy. <laughs> I mean, true. I'm in like the worst position I could be for my mom to come here. Why don't we? Why don't we put you in clothes instead of just the uh, just the? Why don't you hide me? Hide me in a vent or something? Because then I have to deal with them on my own. 
but they haven't met you yet. It's fine. Mm, no. And uh, as you say no, he kind of just like, and you start like helping him get into clothes. And then you you hear like footsteps, like some really like sharp heels coming down oh, the, no. the hallway. You hear a bunch of people lining up against the, the walls of the hallway and making like kind of the salute that they did when you first met Scavenger on the Sage Condor. And you kind of hear that kind of rippling down and it just kind of gets, it, it's not getting, it's like very steady paced, just like coming for the med bay. Well, Kay, at least you look more presentable than me. As I'm still in my, like, hospital room. Oh, you, like, my, never got out of it? Yeah, no, my hair's, like, a mess. And, like, it's in, like, a really sloppy ponytail. Well, here, let me help you. I can I can help you. No, you know what? I'll be your moral support. I'll look worse so that you look better. Thanks, Astrid. I appreciate it. That's all I can do at this point. <laughs> and the doors open, and you see a tall, like, seven-foot tall, skinny woman who, she's a bakaku, and she has this blue chitinous like polished shiny blue and black and she looks like a um a, there's a bug i think they're called like blue wasps okay so she has like a really thin abdomen and like she she's very much uh that kind of look and very serious and stern and she walks in and everyone uh does their like brief salute like especially the the doctors they're a little more prim and proper than scavenger is mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. do an actual like proper salute and welcome them in and everything Kay just hears astrid whisper under her breath shit <laughs> <laughs> and uh she walks in and and just says Kay, are you all right, son? Yeah, I am, Mom. I uh, Everything is good here, and we're all healing well, and I am keeping my ship nice and clean, and you can go check it out. Maybe I can give you a tour of it. Whatever you do, don't let them look at the, the squid fridge. <clears throat> we were cooking when... When everything happens, so it, please, I I beg your forgiveness on the state of the kitchen. And as he like finishes saying that, you see another woman just like rush from behind, and she is a little bit shorter. She's um she's probably like five and a half feet tall, and she has these this like orange and red striped. Uh, Kitan, she's also a Bikaku, and she just like rushes around and like picks Kay up and hugs him. And uh, he goes, uh, Hey, mom. And that is his other mom who is named Miyabi Yasuda. I love them. I need a movie about these two women. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like doting on, she's just doting on Kay. And you see uh, Spiral Captain Suzune just kind of roll her eyes a little bit and like take a few steps over and put her hand on like Kay's shoulder and they just start talking, but it is uh you you that them talking gets drowned out as you hear a little bit further back in the distance. Astrid, where are you? Shit. Where's everybody, Astrid? <laughs> you okay? You okay? Oh god. I was told to bring pizza, but not not a not a uh specific brand. So <laughs> I, I, I I got what I like. Um, Astrid just like runs around them to like head off Radko at the door. <laughs> uh, and you ru- <laughs> like to not see Radko or to like no, just no, get get no. a to 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 get 
between Radko and okay. and them. Okay. The like cute little happy re- family reunion going on over there. Yep. So I'm just like, what? Don't ruin the moment. <laughs> yep. So you pop around and you see Radko and he's just kind of got his like arms folded and he's wearing like uh kind of like a cape like thing and he's just looking very uh very regal like he normally does. Although last time you guys saw him, he was like really flustered because of everything that was going on. Uh, this time he seems to be he he seems to be kept together. And there's someone walking beside him who just has like 30 stacks of pizza. Just you can't see them at all because they are just carrying <laughs> all of the pizza that he he oh, ordered for you guys. Radko, there's only two of us. There's only two of you. Well, that are conscious right now. Oh my god, Astrid! <laughs> Shut up, make it wow. down. Wait, 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 Radko, did you got did you not get the memo about who's here right now? I mean, I was told that they were in the hospital and no, unconscious. No, no, no. No. And then you said there's only t- Holy <laughs> shit, Astrid. Shh, shh, Red, bring it down a notch. <laughs> oh, are they sleeping? You can say that. <laughs> so they're still in a coma. Shh, shh, shh. I can be notch. as loud as I goddamn please. No, one of the spiral captains are here. <sighs> spiral captain? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> oh, it's Kay's mom, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll at least, uh, I'll, I'll try and look like I, I brought these myself. She'll probably get mad if she knows that I, I used somebody else to bring them, and he takes a bunch of the boxes. <laughs> he takes a bunch of the pizza boxes before he goes to walk in, and as he takes <laughs> off the, like, top five pizza boxes, you see Abigail behind him, behind Abigail! all those pizza boxes. I, like, shove the other pizza boxes out of her hands and hug her. And they all fall on the floor. Yeah. Rag- Radko's just, oh, my God, I paid good money for those. <laughs> I do not care. I am just so happy to see Abigail. <laughs> and uh, you guys have your moment for a while. Yeah. And uh, then you start feeling the panic again. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. What's wrong? Um, I need to go babysit one of my crew members for a minute. Hang on. I'll be right back. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> um, I follow the feels. <laughs> follow the feels over to Rasmus. <laughs> Goddamn, not another five, Please. Please. What's that? 14. Holy shit. Hey. Uh, all right, so what is your total number? I don't know. What's 25 plus 14? 39. Thank you. 39. Okay. Because you made it over 35, oh, you guys fuck. will be able to see the next coma dream. If yeah. you hadn't made it over 35, they wouldn't have been uh, able to get past that mental wall. <gasps> oh, good. So we are back to Kamala. And we are standing in front of the Great Willow. Ooh. Mm. Oh, shit. And there are statues of people you've never seen surrounding them. And they are not Suday. What? what? And they are all in a ring around the Great Willow. And like some of them are really old Like uh, when you're further out. And they seem to be like newer the closer they get to the Willow. Almost like these statues are being erected and pushed out. And right now, like you see, some of the oldest ones are like broken in on the ground because of this giant egg that is like uprooting the tree. Is there anything you want to immediately do before I describe more? Um, or are you just kind of like in awe of the Great Willow and this like weird statues that are all around? Definitely looking around like at the egg and the statue specifically because I've already seen the Great Willow once. Okay. So you're specifically looking at the egg. At this point, you can absolutely, without a doubt, confirm that the scales that are on this egg are one of the scales that you found in 
Undernot that they were researching. The statues, the most recent ones, are a Ketling woman and a Weirsin man and a, and a Tahari woman and a Tarogian female. And they're the most recent statues that are around the willow. God damn it. <laughs> uh, that used to be us. Um, and the flesh thing is still above pulling at her. So now you're looking at the flesh thing? Yeah. So you look up to see the flesh thing, and in the branches of the great willow, you see that there are these cocoons, almost, of things that are wrapped up in the branches by this flesh mass. And they're being dragged closer up into the flesh mass. And you're looking around at all of them, and you see you see a number of them that may or may not coincide with the amount of people who died on Nadrak. <laughs> being pulled into the flesh mass. <gasps> and you see one specific one that is not fully cocooned, and it is being pulled by the flesh mass, and there is also a line of scales climbing up the tree, and you see now that the gashes that you were thinking that the scale that the egg was leaving on the roots was actually the scales peeling off of the egg and reaching up towards this one being that is half covered in scales and half covered in flesh. What do you do? Panic? Time. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's my response to everything. Um, can we tell like what figure it is? Like who it is? It is covered in uh, okay, flesh so no. and scale. Okay, so no. And it's no. hanging right in the branches. So all of the cocoons are hanging in the branches. This is more like along the tree. Okay, I was gonna try and shoot it down. You could climb it, can't you? <gasps> You're so right. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so good at tree climbing. You know what? I suck at tree climbing. Yeah, I'm going to... Gent- Kamala gently puts her claw on the great willow and says, like, please excuse this. And then starts And starts climbing. climbing. Yeah. So, <laughs> you climb. And uh, give me a roll to see how well you climb. Give me an uh, exert dex. You can do it. Yay. Um, That's a... <laughs> I can re-roll once per scene. <laughs> uh, better. Uh, seven. Seven. Seven, so mixed success. Oh, yeah. So you are struggling. It feels like yeah. it's getting muddy again as you were like trying to climb up the tree and it, it's the same feeling and you start seeing like stuff distorting as you get closer and closer to this figure that is being anchored by the scales and pulled by the flesh mass and you can't get close enough to actually touch it or anything, but you're now close enough that you can see that there is a chest plate. <gasps> Hyacinth! With a piece missing from it. <gasps> um, I pull out my broken piece of Hyacinth's chest plate from one of my many pockets, and I put it back. Aww. And you reach, and you're trying to put it back, and the mu- the like muddy distortion feeling gets more and more and more as you get closer. That little piece starts to like push away at the flesh mass a little bit, and her face is revealed. What she's wearing, or at least what you can see through this blur as she blurs out right before you pass out is that the green scales are enveloping her legs and her her purple clothing is uh, just peeking out behind her, her chest plate. And then as it goes up, you see that there's something wrong with her face that wasn't the, the way it was before. And there's this red lines that are reaching down her body. And that's when you realize that she has the same color scheme as Pythia. And that's Fuck. where we're ending the session. No! Fuck. 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 <laughs> the same, wait, she's the same color scheme, so she might not she might not be with you. 
What are the odds, sir, that it is not? She might not be. Finally, after a long time, show you an image <laughs> oh! of Hyacinth. Yay! Yay! I have to find it. <laughs> it's been over a year. It's when I when your characters were commissioned. I remember you telling me that you had commissioned a character and you couldn't tell us what it was. And I was like, what? So we got to go back to our island and dig up all the bodies. I was hoping Esco was going to be behind the pizza. <laughs> How easy, what a twist. What if Hyacinth is Pythia? Fuck! <laughs> That's it. That's what it is. Hyacinth is going to be Nana. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have figured that one out. Pythia's no. Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone enjoyed the game? Yes. That was really good. That was awesome. That was very, that was very, f- very, very fun. I yeah. love that we could see your afterlife. Moment. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. That was a really cool idea of death. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Think about it a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. No, don't worry about that at all. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Join our Discord, bit.ly forward slash failed crits, all lowercase. That's pretty much all I want to say for uh that kind of call to action. I please join our Discord. We, yeah. Yeah, we we join we post episodes early, stuff like that. Memes. It's, memes. Lots of memes. Yep. You can get pictures of our pets. Uh, that's true. They're pretty good. So thank you to Wowbit for the use of our theme song, Into the Portal. And thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of our ending theme, On the Shore. And we will see you all next time. Bye. 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 Fucking Pythia. God damn it.